Dang. No, no sun's out, but guns are definitely out. They're out. <laughs> I love how you just spin in the chair. <laughs> I just got back from the gym, so. Well, just got back from the gym. Kind of feel a little pumped. <laughs> he did the Conan. <laughs> I look like I'm constipated when I do this. <laughs> Not my smaller face. You're fired. <laughs> oh, have you had these? Spicy dill pickle. I have not. I have not. <sighs> funny enough, I got Biggs dill pickle. Sometimes. Sometimes. Something about dill pickle as a flavor. But yeah. not as a pickle that I'm, you know, I I I don't I can't do pickles like it's huh. not my thing. But there's something about dill pickle flavoring that is fire for me. Mm. It's it's very similar. Um, obviously not as intense, but I fucking love pickles, bro. Like uh, pot belly, mm -hmm. they have uh, a whole pickle that they they as an option to get. Oh, okay. Um, every time we order Postmates when we're at show. We always order pot belly at least once. Cheers. Um, their uh, chicken pot pie soup is phenomenal. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, and the pickle. I always get a half a sandwich, a soup, and then a pickle. It's just so fire. And then 7-Eleven has like the little packages of pickle. Yeah, you just pick up a pre-packaged pickle. Just grab that and go. <laughs> See, I just yeah, can't. I don't, I don't know. Like, you know, when... You know when uh, Dave Chappelle said that some people say cucumbers taste better pickled? Yeah. Uh, not for me. I, I prefer cucumber over pickle. Ooh. Lighting. Really? Hmm. Yeah. I mean, I love cucumbers, so I... It, uh, yeah. It could go it's, either way for me. It's a toss-up for you. It's a toss-up. Yeah. It's, Whatever you're feeling. Yeah, exactly. Well, I mean, it's different because... Korean, like if we're at a Korean traditional Korean pubs, they give you a dish. It's like a it's, in Korean, it's called anju. It's not really an appetizer, but it's like something you just eat with while you're drinking. They used to give you cucumbers and pick. Uh, I'm sorry, uh, carrots, mm. and then uh, a little bit of like the red bean paste or like a spicy um, red pepper paste. Um, they don't do that so much anymore. But man, that cucumber was phenomenal. But if it was a pickle. I don't know if it go well. Really? You know what I mean? Yeah, something unless I don't know. It's like American alcohol or non-Korean alcohol pickle just goes well with it. But with soju, is a little weird. Oh uh, yeah. yeah. So cucumber well, is the way to go. I get it though because soju has like there's a sweetness to it. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. The, you don't want uh, Yeah, a pickle and and, and yeah. a soju just don't mesh. They don't mesh. Yeah. Well. Sweet and vinegar. And, uh, yeah right. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't want that either. Yeah. But. So in that situation, it's not really a toss up. <laughs> that <laughs> that went a long way. Just hey. welcome yeah. one, welcome all to episode <laughs> one sixty four of the None of Our Business podcast. We are your hosts, Deech, DeechDaddy.com, Dersachi, Darmani. <laughs> Deech and Gabbana. It's Chef Boyard Deech. It's not delivery. It's Deech Giorno. Missed my toilet. 
Deechee, deechee, ya, ya, ya. Real Lady Marmadich. Uh, Who we got, Daniel? Deechee. Barely. I'm fucking half here. And I'm just Joe. Uh, you know, you've been gone for a while. You know? Yeah. I, 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 I think the sweet spot when you're, when you're traveling for work, I think mm-hmm. the sweet spot, sweet spot is probably seven days. Seven days is yeah. long enough to be out, but not long enough. Well, and too long to anything past that is too long to to um to be away from home. You know. Yeah. <laughs> it's like that's a good length to be out, but it's also one day away from being too long from being away mm-hmm. from home. Like, hundred percent, man. Like after, cause Dal, yeah, it's been it's been a weekend, uh, two days now because. I left Sunday, and then Saturday morning I flew to Chicago, and then uh, <clears throat> here we are today. Damn. Um, working Sunday was – I mean, actually, I worked Saturday too, so I literally worked – oh, my God, like eight days. No. Yeah, nine days straight. Jeez, welcome <laughs> to my world, pal. I know. But I don't work as long <laughs> or as many hours as you do, so. No, wait, but I, I think – my it's 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 yours is just mentally draining and it's more so the exha- exhaustion of just like a full day of just waiting and then doing something and then waiting and then doing something and then waiting that gets exhausting as fuck dude yeah it's, you know the slower it is, the more tiring it is. Exactly. If I'm busy with all these buyers, bro, time goes by fast. I'm just like, fuck yeah, I fucking did something. We're some money, bro. <laughs> fucking made some money for my boss, man. <laughs> like today, I mean, Chicago is a slow show in general, but holy fuck. Like, I think I had maybe, maybe 15 buyers all day coming to our booth. Wow. And of those 15, I maybe a third of them placed an order. Oh, wow. I got to the point where I didn't even want to send my boss a number. And I was like, Ooh. it was a shit day. It was a shit day. He, was, he checked the number himself. And he's like, oh, shit. <laughs> was, it, was it dead? I'm like, bro. And I talked to one of the owners of another company that's there. They've been coming for 13 years. He said, this is the worst fucking show he's ever experienced in 13 years he's been coming out really yeah so if it's bad for him and he's an og this dude's been in the business for 30 something years and he's like yo this is bad so i mean i'm i'm pretty sure we're gonna drop the show um but i i think we probably should go to august because that's fall and we'll we'll have like a majority of our fall line now but yeah it's fucking tired, man. It's not a. It's not a good show. No, yeah. it was. I literally took a nap. It's like with my head up. I was just like with my. I had a hat on. I had actually my LAC hat on, and I was just pretending to look at the laptop, and I was doing this. <laughs> and I was just staring at the keyboard, basically. Just <laughs> not even doing. Not moving for like six, seven minutes. <laughs> what happened? What like so? What happens with your team? Like. You guys are all just there chilling, or do you guys yeah, do shifts, no. or it's just everybody all hands on deck, and then you end it's up just, just two of us. Oh, okay. 
Yeah, it's just my assistant and myself. So I don't have temps here in Chicago. It's just just no reason to pay. Well, yeah, I guess so. You know, but um, no, she's just sitting down like on her phone. I'm usually doing, I mean, or doing some work. Um, but I'm like, I'm either doing work or just walking around checking to see if there's buyers and, you know, visiting my friends. Oh, yeah, and yeah, yeah. Doing this shit, but um, <clears throat> yeah, the majority of the time I'm just sitting there trying not to stab my eyeballs with the fork. And, um, and that's kind of like the general consensus, though, right? Because obviously you visit your friends in other booths, and they're going through the same struggles. Yeah. Um, we just we just eat. We buy a lot of snacks because we're bored, and we just share. Uh, my friend Erin, she brought a dozen donuts, just shared with everybody. Uh, she had some seltzer. Uh, somebody else had some beers. Somebody had some some popcorn and some candy. Like I have uh, extra toasted Cheez-Its, trail mix and Albanese gummy bears and also some <laughs> spicy pickle almonds. Mm. So we're just eating all day, man. So you guys, you're, are, but are, are you, have you started eating like better so that you can be prepped for your workout sessions? Uh, yeah, actually. Um, uh, well, that's a lie. Um, Last night we went to Oshawa. Uh, for those that don't know Oshawa, it's in Chicago and uh, it's a burger joint. And we actually had to wait for two hours to get seated. <clears throat> but while we were waiting, we went to Punchbowl Social, had way too many drinks, and then walked over uh, pretty buzzed and got the burger. Uh, that's what they're famous for. And then we got some bone marrow which is what they're also famous for. And then we got the chicken wings, which they're also famous for. And it was just, <laughs> this fool ordered two plates of, or two orders of bone marrow for each table. There were like 10 of us. And uh, each table says max six people. Um, but one table was girls and one table was just dudes, four dudes, six girls. This fool ordered two orders of bone. It was so much. And, and then burgers, and then we got a fucking wing. Oh my god! Wait, so how how does the bone marrow come prepared? Like, I'm not I'm not familiar with that. Okay, it's so you've never had bone marrow before? Um, I've had it at home off of a chicken, but nothing. Oh, okay, okay. No, so it's like a thick ass beef bone. It literally like like if you got a big ass bone, they chop off the ends and they cut it down the middle, so it's like two halves. Okay, with like. Uh, glorious melty buttery um bone marrow and then they have toast thick like almost like texas toast that they toast and then they had this jam i don't even know what the fuck it was but so you put the bone marrow on the piece of toast with some of the jam and then you just eat it so good it's really rich it's kind of like foie gras Mm -hmm. a little bit Mm -hmm. um just delicious it it is a lot though if you're getting two orders because there's four bones in one plate, so you're basically getting a whole bone for yourself plus toast, and then to eat a thick ass burger. Oh, that sounds fire, though. It's really good. So, um, we gotta go to. Um, but I can't Best eat that. Yeah. Oh shit, that's right. Yeah, that sounds fire, though. Fuck. Well, sucks for you. <laughs> you won't experience. It. I don't even know what the substitute would be. I don't think there's even a substitute. It makes no sense for a vegan. So. Like, let me get a bone marrow substitute, please. Um, make sure. It's- like kale and it's free rain. <laughs> Shut the fuck up! You don't eat 
Bone marrow. You don't deserve a substitute. Pussy. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, but that sounds good. It's it was really good. So that's probably the most decadent or the the unhealthiest meal. But I've been eating good, like salads, poke. Um, trying to you know stay in control. I don't eat too late. Uh, today I kind of I went really hard at the gym, so I got some pizza at Doughboys. <laughs> Ain't nothing wrong yeah. with that, baby. Yeah, it, it was it was phenomenal, but you know, it's, it's, life is about balance, right, Joe? That's life is right, about baby. You got to be able to do out. a little bit of drugs and a little bit of drink <laughs> and a little bit of exercise, I guess. You know, like yeah, shit. <laughs> I exercise yeah. every day, man. Well, yeah, not every yeah. day, but yeah. <laughs> Still, you're 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 moving around. You're just I'm just sitting or standing. <laughs> Um, to some of these uh, companies, they don't uh, get chairs for the booth, so the temps and the workers can't sit, so they're standing all day. I feel so bad. That's cold blooded. <laughs> yeah, they're just standing all day. But do you have like a deck desk situation and everything? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, everyone has desks or tables so they can put their server printer and scanners and whatever. Um, but I have chairs. As <laughs> but well. I'm a. Uh... I'm humane. <laughs> I'll let you yeah. sit. Yeah, a lot of these owners don't like them. I mean, and I get it, you know, but fuck, the, fuck all that. <laughs> they're like, oh, there go the lazy bunch. <laughs> I bet they're not selling sitting at all. <laughs> I, mean, I remember know. when I first started working for, for Accurate, um, mm-hmm. I, uh, I would, uh, you know, and try, and, and, I was trying to like be proactive and 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 try to and try to bring more business to the company. So I did sales stuff. This, you know, I knew sales, so I I was trying to like do little sales. Be a model employee. Yeah. yeah. So I started signing us up for like a bunch of these uh, expos and all that shit, like mm-hmm. small business expo and. And networking events and all that shit. Mm-hmm. So I remember what that, a little bit of that was. It not, not probably not to the scale that you work on, but I remember I, I would go set up my booth, which was like some of my decking, a little bit of my trust, you know, like you know, oh, shit duh. that I would use on a daily, and I, yeah, and, I would, yeah. and I would set myself up, and then I would just be waiting there all day, just like for people to come by and pretend to show interest or just stop by so they could grab any little trinket that I had there for free, like a pen or a pencil or some bullshit. Man, those were the days. <laughs> uh, yeah. That's because it's funny you said like the, they come in for the trinkets or whatever gifts because a lot of these companies, they have bags mm. or like um, a little shit like that. Textiles yeah. and shit. Yeah. Well, not really textiles, but maybe like a little makeup bag or a hair like scrunchy tie or something, or like usually like tote bags, um, things of like that that nature that you know women love. They love bags, even though they got a million of them. So the <laughs> most of that. the companies, yeah, most of the companies they don't give that away unless you place a PO um, or a sales order. Um, but you know, but it's 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 free marketing if they're wearing your bag around and give it off for free, you know. People are just walking like, oh, that's a cute bag. Where is that from? Oh, it would say uh, blue blush? No, because we don't have bags because we're dumb. So <laughs> You just haven't made that transition yet. 
Yeah, we're working on it for for Las Vegas. So hopefully, we have some fire. That's dope. Yeah, but it was, it was, today was really tiring, and it was not a good day. I was I was pissed off. I was annoyed. Um, Kara was annoying me. Um, <clears throat> everyone was annoying. I, I don't know. I don't think she listens, but my assistant and um, some people and someone called me a a bitch today, and I was like, oh. Okay, Ooh. that happened. Yeah. Um, and the booth next to us, there, there's like, I think six girls, and the the show manager is this obnoxious younger dude who's just fucking loud as shit and tells buyers that, or asks buyers if they want to join his rock paper scissor tournament or something. I'm like, what? What the fuck did you just say? A rock paper scissor tournament? You're talking to like a sixty year old woman who. They're just passing by, like if they want to get the fuck out of here, dude. And they're just <laughs> blasting music and being loud and screaming and and using some string. They like tied up like a bunch of little strings to make a jump rope and trying to jump rope in the booth while we're fucking supposed to be working. You know what I mean? It's like they're so the fun. Oh my god! So annoying. Everybody, all the booths around. Like I know a bunch of people who are around there and they're just like, yo, what the fuck? They need to shut the fuck up. Um. But, you know, Koreans were very passive aggressive. We're not going to tell them to shut the fuck up. <laughs> no, just tell each other to shut the fuck up. <laughs> but, hey, you know. Um, oh, I, better, I better tone it down. It's kind of loud over here. <laughs> 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 huh. Damn. Yeah. Well, I'm, was, gl- I'm, glad you're, uh, I'm glad you're I'm glad you're in purgatory. <laughs> yeah, you know, the, the workout really helped. I... My friend wanted to go out to drink, and I was like, bro, I don't want an angry drink. Because mm-hmm. if I angry drink, then we're going to both get fucked up. Everyone is going to get fucked up. We got one more day. And, you know, if someone were to just look at me weird, I'd probably slap the shit out of them. Somebody like, like uh, Chris Rock? <laughs> <laughs> nice segue, eh? Hey. <laughs> um, but... But yeah, I was like, fuck that. I'm just going to stay in. I'm going to work out um, and just chill and sleep. I'm not trying to do all that. Kara left earlier in the day. So it's just like, I don't feel good. My allergies are too bad. And and the thing is, I offered her. Like, I said, left, no. left, left? Like, to the hotel. <clears throat> oh, to the hotel, okay. Oh, yeah, no, she's not going home. Um, but yeah, so I was really annoyed. I mean, it was, it's not you that off, big of a deal. You offered her like some Zyrtec? The morning, no, I said, I said, look, she didn't look good in the morning. I said, if you don't feel good, you can go to a hotel and rest, come back, you know, second half of the day, like after lunch or something. She's like, no, I'm good, I'm good. And then she's just sneezing all over the place, not covering your fucking mouth. Put your and fucking like, mask on, girl. That's what I said. He's like, "Well, you want me to sneeze in the mask? I'm like, oh, better you uh, than me." Yeah. And buyers like, "Yo, what the fuck? Sneezing on my sample?" I was like, "You can keep that sample after you're done wearing it. Fuck that." Wow. Yeah. You just so bought it was yourself bad. a sample, girl. She wasn't feeling well, so she was like, "Give me attitude and complaining and stuff." So I'm like, oh, I it's like, "I wish I could go home right now." And I was like, "Well." If you really don't feel good, you can leave and she starts getting all her shit and bounces. I'm like, all right, whatever. She's like, are you mad? Like, no. Like, why would I tell you to leave and then get mad at you because you did it? You know? But deep down I wasn't inside, mad. Deep down inside, like, you're like, you fucking 
bitch. <laughs> you actually did it. Tell oh. all my you friends, know, you, can you believe Kara? She fucking left. You want to be like courteous and cool and say the right thing, you know, so they could, you know, kind of keep pushing and then they do it and you're like, wow, really? <laughs> but I learned a long time ago, you can't even offer if you're going to be like that, you know? So for me, it's just like, fuck it. If I say you could do it, then. I, <laughs> I mean, sure. yeah, at I'm that point, it's like, well, I did team. tell her. But still, yeah. it's principle. <laughs> yeah. But, <laughs> and she was like, oh, you, can you? Because. It's like, oh, I'm your good manager, but I feel like you need to draw a line and either be serious or be, you know, fun. I'm like, okay, well, let's be serious then. And I was like, no, you can't leave. <laughs> but then she asked me that. So it's like, oh, so you want me to be not serious manager when you need something. But, you know, women. <laughs> you can't live with them. <laughs> the end. Can't kill him. <laughs> it should just be all dudes from now on. Let's just go with dudes. Just, I just tonight, guys. I don't want to look for girls. I just want to dance. <laughs> I just want to dance, guys. But uh, but I went to the gym instead, and I was like, you know what? I fucking went hard. I like let out all my aggression. Like, fucking girl, bitches, girl. No. But uh, it was good, and I, I deserve some pizza. So I got some fucking pizza because I can't. Hi. <laughs> How's your week? <laughs> anyway, how was your weekend, man? It was fucking. This has been a crazy week. It's been a hell week for me. There's been a lot of. I had. Uh, let me think. One, two, three, four, five, six. I had eight jobs over the course of three days. Oh shit! Yeah. Um, just did some awesome stuff. Um, yeah, this weekend was pretty crazy. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, we're all just like work, 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 work. Even, no, actually even before that. Exactly. Um, yeah, it's been tough, man. Honestly, like, it's been tough. Uh, I've, I've been incredibly anxious and stressed all week. The dope thing is that everything pretty much... Again, went mm. according to plan. Like, you know, I, again, was stressed for nothing. Like, everything as I pictured it, as I uh, quoted it, everything. The whole <coughs> thing just went according to plan. There were mm. minor hiccups, but there were things that were unavoidable or something that the client did or changed that, you know, like something that should have taken only three, four hours to do ended up taking a full day because the client, right when they were finished building the stage, the client was like, oh, you know what? Let's move it over here. So that just like, that's like three, three hours, three and hours and some change worth of work. Oh, that. Yeah. So, you know, overall, everything went according to plan and everything went fine and great and the client was happy. I think only one of them, because it was it was this big event over three resorts, three different resorts happening at the same time. All mm. the events happening at the same time at three different resorts. So oh, sure. yeah, so it was crazy. Um, I think one the the only one the only client that's honestly not happy is the one that decided to move the stage last minute, and that's their own fault for moving the stage last minute. 
But uh, overall, super proud of the team. All of them, they fucking killed it this weekend. This week through this weekend. Um, I mean, we're still uh, fighting an uphill battle because we're two weeks two weeks away from Coachella. Mm-hmm. Uh, so no three three weeks from Coachella show. The the actual show or two oh, yeah. two and a half That's next month. Right? Yeah, it's the sixteenth is day oh, one. That's right. It's after Atlanta. Yeah, so it sucks. We're really stretched thin, but here we are. And um, yeah, so this weekend was crazy. Just prepping for the rest of the week. And there's there. I mean, there really hasn't been a lot going on per se. Uh, oh, <clears throat> I did find out that it's cool for me to say that it's Danny Elfman that I'm gonna be. Oh yeah, be nice stage four. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it was just I, I just got the go ahead that it's cool if I said that I'm doing the stage for Danny Elfman. It's me. It's me for Coachella weekend one <laughs> and two. And I just found out that I'm actually going to be the tech during show days. So I'm gonna be I'm gonna be out there, you know, putting together Danny Elfman's set. So if you're at Coachella either weekend, come see Danny Elfman and come see my work. Come out here. Come out. Come Come be a part of it. Just enjoy the experience with me because it's going to be fun. And I'm going to be out there. And it's me. So if you find me, you know what the fuck is up. Do you need a water boy? I might. You know, I might. It gets hot out there. It gets hot out there. I'm available that weekend. So, Are you? Yeah. Okay. All right. I'll be back from Atlanta on Thursday, so on the fourteenth. So you know, don't know what I'm saying. And I need a fucking vacation. I need to get the fuck. I feel you. Okay, then I will, I will give you water. I will wipe your face with a towel. Let's go. To fucking, let's go to Coachella. Give you a hand jibber. No, we'll figure it out. You know, maybe, maybe you know, we'll figure it out. We'll yeah. okay. each other. Okay. Uh, right. None of our business podcast uh, <laughs> from Coachella. Um, but we did touch on well will smith touched on a lot of chris rock's face but goodness gracious did you think it was a joke too i thought it was a joke i heard i heard about it last night i didn't see that when it actually happened somebody hit me up and was like yo what the fuck and i'm like what no, this can't be. And then I, the more I looked, I was like, oh, shit. This looks like it might be a genuine situation. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and the, it's just... The little clip of Will Smith saying, keep my wife's name out your fucking mouth. Like, after I saw that, I was like, oh, he, he's mad mad. I was... Yeah. That, that event... Okay. The thing is, I see both sides. I see both sides of it. Okay. One, of course, Will Smith... Def- quote unquote defending his wife. Mm-hmm. We're gonna put a pin on that one. Yeah. Quote unquote defending his wife. Um, and then on the other side, it's Chris Rock being a fucking comedian. He's a fucking comedian. What do you do if you're a comedian and you're hosting the Oscars? You roast. Always. It's been since the beginning of the Oscars. 
Yep. The, the hosts will will roast most award shows. Who, whoever's there, yep. most award shows. Yeah. And this is not only not only is he a com- like a host of this of the Academy Awards, he's also a fucking comedic legend. He came from the gutter. He was a roast guy. Like, I mean, it's Chris Rock. So yeah. it's just yeah, it's it's crazy. Like, obviously, Will Smith was out of hand for doing it. He was out of pocket for sure because it's in front of fucking. It's 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 televised live. Well, there's a delay. Obviously, they were able to edit before the, it actually yeah. hit. Yeah, I think they, it's like a 20 second delay for live from what the actual when it mm-hmm. airs. Um, so, it, yeah, it was just, I, yeah, he was. I, I feel like he was out of pocket. Now he's saying like it said that you know he was defending his his wife. Mm-hmm. I get it, but maybe it was also just his anger finally climaxing that's the the straw that broke the camel's back he's been dealing with these memes and people making fun of him for years and years and years and then boom ah i laughed at it i'm embarrassed i looked over my wife is not happy i gotta go do something like it was after the fact he had been laughing when that joke was told and then when he looked over she's like what you're gonna laugh and he's like fuck all right I'm going to go re- regain my honor or some shit. I don't know. Just fight, defend your honor or whatever. Regain? Uh, I'm talking about Will Smith's honor. Oh. Like, okay. he was re- trying to do something to regain his, like, because, I don't know, maybe an insecurity of masculinity or something, like, like, oh, you know, I don't know. It's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah, and it's you know all the memes that follow is like, oh, where was that same energy with the dude or fucking your wife? Yep. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, and to be fair, Chris Rock was pretty tame. It wasn't like he was going in on her heart. I wouldn't. Okay, so then there 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 are aspects to that as well because the alopecia thing. Yeah, the alopecia thing. Um, alopecia is not that big of a deal. I know so many people who have alopecia. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not gonna say yes or no regard regarding that, but for sure. I mean, again, it's a comedian fucking roasting celebrities. That's the shit yeah. that happens. If you didn't want that, you you should know that if you're sitting in the front, like the writers oh, know you're where gonna, you're at. You're gonna get yeah. roasted. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't know. So there's that portion of it, and then there's the whole thing that there was already beef with Chris Rock and Will Smith. Because Chris Rock, years ago, was talking shit about his wife, too, because of everything that they were doing. So it was like 16 or something, right? Yeah. So then there's that aspect that they're saying is like, well, this was a little more personal because he had already been talking shit. And then he's talked shit again. So, yeah, I was like, regardless but, of anything, it's just like, what? What? Is this real life? Yeah. I was like, whoa, this can't be real. But then Chris Rock, okay, so first of all, props to Chris Rock for eating that shit because Will Smith smacked the shit up and followed through. It was like, boom, like follow through. He, he had his nice hip twist. And yes. Like full range of, that was he a full-fledged slap. That was a full. He ate, he ate it. And, um, you know, it would have been like, I, I was like, damn, this fool. 
But then at the end, you know, he he kind of fumbled his words a little bit. That's when I was like, oh shit, this is this feels real because he was like, oh, so uh, we're here to give away a documentary. I'm like, well, I mean, an Oscar. I was like, yes, oh, oh yeah. <laughs> but if he imagine he made that line, like he that line was clean and nothing came. I was like, we're here to give Oscar away. Everyone's like, damn, this fucking fucking. It's a little embarrassing for him now, but it it, it is. But he's a fucking comedian. Now, now he has fucking ammo for days, dude. And he said, uh, I think it was a uh, tweet. He said that he's on tour right now. And like, he's gotten so many people buying tickets more in the last day or two than he has all month. So it's just free publicity for him. And you know, damn well, he's going to talk. Maybe, maybe it hit his ego a little bit in the initial slap. But as a comedian, you ba- that's you relish that shit, shit like that. Oh my gosh, he was probably he thinking like, fly. "Yo, that's, that's feeding." He's just feeding off of that shit. So. <laughs> like, I mean, it was good. It was good for him. His response right after, like, I just got the slip. <laughs> the shit slapped out of me by Will Smith. That is just wow, comedic gold. Yeah. Like, wow, I just got the shit slapped. And out he of was me. rushed when he said. This is probably the greatest moment in television history. I, oh, yeah, I think so, bro. People are going to remember that shit forever. 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 It's a talking piece for the Oscars forever. And now it's like, it's it. yeah, it's part of the zeitgeist now. It is. It is. A- <laughs> yeah. I just can't wait to see more memes. I mean, some of them are clever. My friend posted one. Uh, it said, what did the detectives find on uh, Chris Rock's face? And the answer... <laughs> A fingerprint. Oh, fresh prints. Fresh, <laughs> fresh prints. Oh, that's kind of stupid, but it's not fresh prints. <laughs> or, or yeah. they're matching it with the with the Chappelle one. The what did the five fingers say to the face? Oh yeah, oh, yeah. Slap. There's, there's, uh, so, there's, so there's a lot, a lot of fucking ammo out there. It's crazy, man. I just think like, I, I don't know, man. I think it what was just. Think, go ahead. What did you think about? people comforting Will Smith and not Chris Rock because afterwards uh, Denzel, Tyler Perry and um, Sam Jackson, Bradley Cooper, right? Or yeah, they all like try to calm down. Like, bro, Chris Rock's the one that got slapped. He's lucky he didn't get Will Smith and get fucked up by the people Chris Rock was with, you know? See, and, and that's the thing. Like, that's why I feel like it was, it wasn't even about Chris Rock. Like the fact that these other celebrities went to console Will Smith, like uh, it wasn't even like I feel this whole thing wasn't even about Chris Rock. Like yeah. he just happened to take the hit because yeah. he just said the wrong thing, and yeah. you know all that shit came down to Will yeah. Smith. Yeah. So I feel like yeah, th- like all these dudes recognized that it was Will Smith who broke. It wasn't mm-hmm. Chris Rock. Any yeah yeah. So of course they wanted to console him <laughs> as as you should when you see your homie go through some shit and mm-hmm. you see that they're like they were emotionally charged. You want to go be like, yo, dog, you cool? Like, hey, man, don't worry about it. Like, you snap. You're not that dude. You snap. We're here. You know. Yeah. I love and, you. And maybe maybe it was like a a kind of a message to everybody else out there like yo you keep talking that shit you can get you know something's going to happen yeah like y'all so. forget y'all forget <laughs> yeah you forget where i'm from exactly so i but. mean i sympathize I, I do sympathize with will smith I, I i don't i think it 
it could have gone a little better for him. I think he should have maneuvered a little better, but like I understand, people have been making yeah. fun of him for the better part of half a decade now. Yeah, because he's been very transparent about who he is with and and what his relationship is about. But As- that wouldn't have happened if it wasn't for the fucking red table shit. That yes, the- but for what? Yes. Why? She definitely Jada definitely has a lot of fault in this. Uh, yeah, I, I've. Ah, it's crazy. It's crazy. It is crazy. And I don't know. It was kind of funny that his acceptance speech was like, you know, in his business, you know, you get made fun of a lot. And I'm like, okay, but do you forget what happened earlier, bro? Like you just, so I don't know. But yeah, that, I, it's not a good look. It's not. Definitely not. I feel like there will be repercussions. I don't know. We'll see. I don't know if they're going to take away his, his Oscar. Uh, that'll be crazy because there are definitely yeah. other celebrities who have done done worse and are mm-hmm. Academy Award winners that still have their Oscars. Yeah, like proven sexual abusers <clears throat> and murderers and all that. Uh, but yeah. I'm hoping they don't take his Oscar because it should have nothing to do with the Oscar itself. Um, but it's crazy. Like, yeah. It's crazy. It's gonna, like you said, it's gonna be remembered. It's gonna be remembered forever. Like this, that was a moment in. It was a moment in human history, honestly. Yeah. Uh, because that definitely was the slap heard around the world. Oh, yo, for real! Like, everybody watches the Oscars around the world. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Whatever anyone tells you, no, it's the Oscars because, you know, Western. Western studios movies really are worldwide. They they uh they span the world. So the the Oscars get fucking transmitted throughout the entire world. So everybody saw that moment. There, yeah. uh, yes, some of it Is might that have maybe North Koreans, exactly. Yeah, and Russians oh, now maybe. Oh yeah, I think they cut the broad like the yeah. But yeah, like it's crazy. Forever, and it was Will Smith and Chris Rock. Two, they're already two legends, and it happened. You know that altercation happened between two legends in Mm -hmm. in films. Great, like biggest night. Yeah, and but you know, and it unfortunately fits into the stereotype. You know, like black on black crime, bro. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, it's just, I'm, I'm, it, it's crazy. I yeah, I really thought it was. I was like, oh, that damn, that looked real, but um, yeah, um, yeah, like but it I, just felt like what? Even yeah. after even after he got slapped, he was like, really? And it's like, wait, did it? Did it not? Because like the reaction wasn't even like what you would expect from somebody getting slapped. No, it was no. just like, Ooh, let me bounce back. Like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like wow! Can I like try to freeze it right before it hit his face to see if he really <laughs> did get slapped in his face room, or if Chris Rock you can see Chris Rock moving before the hit. You know what I mean? Yeah. So my forensic uh, investigation, but uh, <laughs> yeah, that shit was. I, I bet you they're gonna when they do like the next. Well, how, how many years has the Oscars been around right now? Ninety-three years. Something or ninety-four. Like, right? Something so, like that. A hundred. This could be. 
hundred years of Oscar history. <laughs> they gotta show that's left. There's they have to. Or they might not because it's a violent thing and it breaks their code of somebody's conduct. Gonna, somebody's gonna make a parody video of the Oscars hundred year uh, centennial whatever shit and oh damn. Yeah, I feel like they would never like show it. Yeah, well you're not trying to promote violence. So I guess, but someone is gonna do it. Yeah. <clears throat> but yeah, that was that was that was, that was wild. Wow. Well, it's a good thing. It's a good thing it happened. I mean, they, the Oscars needed needed a little little bit of a, a flair. <laughs> yeah, yeah paddle to the heart, shock them. Shock them. They needed, well, all those fucking people are old as shit. <laughs> yeah. So, you know. Ah, yeah. So there's a lot of fucking... There, there's, there's already like a gang of spoofs and, and memes and, and, and gifts and all that shit. So, I'm, I can't wait to see what this morning was just fantastic. Uh, I got once I get by, got back to the office, I was just like, I sat down for a cool fifteen minutes, just looking through a bunch of shit and just <laughs> laughing and sending it off to everybody. Like, yo, it, it was just great. There was some great content this morning. Some ah. Just some gems. Ah, that was great. That was great, man. Uh, another great thing that happened was our very own Julian. Julian ran. Lozano. Yeah, he ran the, the Speed Project. And a uh, fucking crazy guy ran from, well, his team ran from Santa Monica to Vegas. Um, I mean, I can barely run a mile without just being sick to that that's uh, uh, crazy sure. how how people can you know train their bodies to be able to last mm-hmm. all that their endurance just being able to just increase their endurance to like almost inhuman levels where they can just do this shit mm-hmm. like uh fucking what's the dude's name that's been on joe rogan's podcast he was like super overweight and then he went to military ran runs like over like a hundred miles, like a day or something. Like, oh, uh, fuck, what's Wait, his name? Uh, yeah, I, I vaguely remember this. <clears throat> I vaguely remember this. But yeah, like that dude, that you're able to just fucking run, run, and he runs like, and he still has time to do other shit in his day, and runs a hundred miles. How crazy is that? You can run a hundred miles in a day and still have time to do other shit like for the rest of your day. Like that's not even your career. Uh, <laughs> that's something that you do. That's crazy. Fuck, I can't remember his when name. When they say like... when they say that there's not enough time in a day, there's fucking enough time, dog. <laughs> Whoever said that yeah. didn't know the the human will to just be able to do shit motherfuckers <coughs> will get five hours of sleep each night for the rest of their lives and it's enough for them to do everything else like yeah uh, i yeah. can't like five hours is what i'm averaging but i don't want this i don't want this i want to sleep more yeah 
Yeah, hell yeah, dude. Oh, that's like me. I mean, I've been sleeping late. I've been getting back to the room by like two, three, sleeping for like three hours, get up, get ready, get to the mark by 730. Uh, David Goggins, that's his name. David Goggins. Yep. Yep. But that's crazy. Yeah, but like, yeah, the human body is is incredible, man. Like for uh, someone to run that much and, you know, or someone to take like sick tabs of acid and still be okay. um, It's crazy. It's fucking nuts, dude. And, you know, good for them. Good for them. But I don't want that life. Nope. I don't want that life. I don't run. Yeah, dude. But yeah, shout out to Julian Lozano and the Koreatown Run Club for yep. uh, for fucking being dope and running from Santa Monica to Las Vegas and then probably turning up in Vegas to celebrate. Oh, yeah. That must be fantastic. By the way, we have to head out to Vegas by the end of next month to um catch Silk Sonic. Okay. Yeah, we got to do it. Um, in other news, uh, it feels like our childhood is starting to fade. Um, I always go back, like when in, in relation to like time and age and all that, I always go back to this this quote from from Indiana Jones, mm-hmm. uh, Indiana Jones and the Crystal Skull. Temple mm-hmm. or is it is it temple or temple of doom? No, of the crystal skull, the last one, the the one, the old man, Indiana Jones, with a uh, Shia LaBeouf that came out uh, like maybe ten years ago, maybe. Like- <laughs> oh yeah, uh, Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Kingdom of the Crystal Skulls. So in that, in the very beginning, there's a scene with with Indiana Jones and um, his homie from the museum. I can't remember his name, or his homie's homie. Anyway, yeah, oh, uh-huh. he uh, they they're having a conversation about death and how one of their colleagues had passed and all this stuff, and then uh-huh. he said, "Indy, you know, we're at a time in our life when we're we're at a time when life stops giving us things and starts taking them away, mm. and that is a perfect representation of." time and life your life on this earth like there's going to come a point where you're not going to be getting things all that often and things are going to start to dwindle and i say that because it is it is no place is more evident than uh what we're experiencing in the wrestling community right now oh yeah man uh so obviously we scott hall passed away uh, a couple weeks ago, uh, Razor Ramon for some, um, and now this week Triple H announced that he's retiring from any type of physical wrestling, none whatsoever. I don't know if you guys remembered, but a couple years ago he had a heart attack, and um, because of that, now he has a defibrillator. He has to have a defibrillator, uh, so obviously he can't do any. He can't do any strenuous work, and physical yeah. wrestling is exactly what he does. So now, you know, we're losing. We lost a legend from NWO, and now, I mean, he's still going to be a personality um, in the WWE, but, 
you know, he won't be doing any active work anymore. Well, you know how yeah. Vince McMahon is able to still get in there and tussle with the best of them. Uh-huh. Like, now Triple H is, you know, he's not going to be able to do any of that shit. He's probably going to become Triple X L. No, but that sucks, man. I mean, you know, we were kids watching these individuals and in their prime, Mm -hmm. fucking in the ring, jumping and diving and doing all kind of crazy shit, suplexes. The machoist men ever. Yeah, the machoist of the machoist men, unless you're gold dust. (laughs) (laughs) Or ravishing Ric Flair. But yeah. like it's crazy. Yeah. Now these they're old men, some retired, some partially active. You got people like Jeff Hardy still trying to, and Sting still trying to wrestle when he's fucking sixty five. Like that's crazy. It's crazy, but you know they we're starting to lose them. And I remember yeah. being a kid watching, you know, the WWF when it was the WWF and enjoying it yeah. and loving it and but seeing you know wrestlers retire or becoming managers and you know all this stuff like but now they're just like going they're completely leaving yeah there's just end of an era man end of For like sure. you said end of my childhood man you know like it's crazy to think like we th- you know we think of like some of our parents like favorite uh actors or musicians you know, and all that, people that they saw in their prime, like, because they were young and they saw them be young and in their prime, and, like, how a lot of those celebrities are old now, and we think of, like, what now our parents are old with their celebrities. Mm-hmm. It, it's crazy. I don't know. I Maybe I'm... Maybe I'm... No, because, like, I, I know what you mean, man, like, you, I mean, you, you see all of these people from TV shows that you brought up on or, you know, whatever, and yeah. you see them now. Like, even even Ben Affleck, like, there was a scene at a tennis tournament where they, like, something happened with a tennis player, and then they they show him, but he, he has a head full of just Oh, Ben Stiller. Hair. Ben Stiller. Yeah, oh, Ben Stiller. So what did I say? Ben Affleck? Affleck. Ben Affleck. Yeah, exactly. He's like old man Ben now. I was like, whoa, what? Along came Polly. Fucking, uh, I loved Along came Polly. Fucking all his classics. Night at the Museum. Oh, man, yes. One and two. Fucking Dodgeball. Dodgeball? Yep. Fucking uh, Zoolander. Like, you oh think my. of all his work, and now you see him, and he's like an old man. And I'm sure if he dyes his hair, he'll he'll look oh, younger yeah, again. I'm but sure, yeah. but, I, but I wasn't, still, but I that, wasn't that, ready to see Ben Stiller's no. old man Ben Stiller. Like, I wasn't ready for that. That was not, that was not cool, man. I was like, <laughs> yo, what the fuck? Wow. And I'm thinking, like, I was an adult when I when I watched Ben Stiller and some shit. And now I see him as an old, old man, and I'm like... But Shit. I'm an adult. Yeah. Am I getting old? Like, we're starting to reach what people call middle age. So it's like, <laughs> yeah. and I don't even feel like I'm middle age. You know, <laughs> like what the Dude. fuck? What now, do you mean I'm, these... uh, What do you mean I'm classified as middle age? 
I don't know. Oh, fuck. Oh, oh, man. No, I don't know. Nah, I won't be classified middle-aged for another couple of years. I'm closer to 40 than I am 30, so, you know. Right? Oh, man. It's crazy. Like, when when do we start being afraid of our age? Like, when? When does that happen? I think... I don't even know, bro. It's just too much. It's... Like do do our parents feel like yo I don't even feel old or have they transitioned mentally from being middle aged to old Six like have they made that transition yet when was that is there like a definite point where you go from I'm not old to fuck I'm old yeah. like like it, like oh I'm not old but you're mm-hmm. like in your forties. To, yeah, I'm fucking old. I'm 80 or 60, 69 or, you know, like, when is when does that transition happen? How, um, how, what were our parents' experiences when they realized that they went from middle age to an old older person? So, I, the, oldest I've, uh, the oldest I felt so far here at the show was meeting somebody who was born in 2003. And I was like... 2003 i was a fucking junior in high school are you fucking kidding me i'm 13 years older than you bruh like oh hell no this is my 20 this 2022 is my 20 year high school reunion oh 20 years that i've been out of high school 20 (laughs) years so i started my high school life 24 years ago Started high school. What? The Wait, that was 99? 98, 99. Like, what? I started high school in 98 and finished my ninth grade year in 99. Damn. You old, bro. Wow. That's crazy to think. It's just crazy to think. It is. It is. Like, I and- can't... I can't... Because I still, like, I still remember shit that happened to me in high school very clearly. There mm-hmm. are events that I remember very in- incredibly. A lot of events when I was 15, 14, 15, 16, 17, like, I remember those very clearly, vividly. So to think that that was two decades ago is like wow wow so to think how our parents might feel do they remember that far back and when did I know, they, now? when did they start forgetting that stuff if they don't when did they start forgetting it the the term i remember it fondly like has has really changed for me that that's always been something like oh you know old people say that in yeah you know yeah. It, it, you know in movies and in TV old people say that but now the more and more I think about it I do remember shit fondly like I have some great memories and maybe not so so great memories as well oh. but I remember shit fondly like yeah I really do it's starting to become more and more true like. The older I get, the more and more true that becomes. And the younger I was, I never thought of fondly what. 
but it's because no. I really didn't have that stretch of time that I could remember fondly. Now I just like when I was in my teens or oh yeah, I remember my my early twenties. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like you, you probably remember some shit from when when you were like eleven or twelve years old, and you remember it very clearly. There are probably some events that you're like, "Wow, yeah. I can remember." Like I can, yeah. I can remember what I was wearing that day. Well, I mean, when I remember when I was like eight or nine. I mean, it was it was a pretty huge like thing where and I almost drowned mm-hmm. when I was like eight or nine. So, but yeah, I remember shit like very vividly. Um, so like, I remember a day when I had the freshest fit and I remember exactly what that multiple <laughs> fits throughout the last fucking third, 25 years. Like I remember clearly, like I can still remember that outfit. Like, wow. Can you think of like, like you said, you were drowning and you remember that. Yeah. Like wow! I remember like literally just everything that happened leading up to it. Yeah, isn't that crazy? Well, I wasn't smoking a lot of weed around that time, so I should probably remember. <laughs> but but even then, like I still, I mean, that's I don't know. It's crazy. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I'm, I think I'm blowing my own mind here. <laughs> Like, wow. I remember, like, I clearly remember meeting my first serious girlfriend. Like, I remember her. Clear as day. Never will I ever forget. Like, I remember that moment. I remember my... Actually, I remember meeting all my girlfriends. (laughs) But the first one's probably the most important. Because that's the first one. It's the oldest one. Yeah. Huh. Actually, my first girlfriend was uh, in second grade. So, and I do remember her name. And you remember, do you remember the moment too? Yes. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Hello. Yeah, you're here. You're here. Freezing up a little bit, but you're here. Yeah. I re- uh, <laughs> all right. I'll tell you mine if you tell me yours. Sure. Okay. Uh, we were at Alvaro Street for a class trip in elementary. This half Chinese, half black girl named Xinhua. Um, she was she was a little rough around here, just like kind of tomboyish, but also not. She was just very aggressive, and uh, I didn't even really know her like that. But we were hanging out, and she grabbed my hand, and then we went to. One of the little shops on Alvaro Street, and we got the best friend heart necklace. You know what I mean? <laughs> I had one half, she had one half, and then she kissed me, and then that was it. We were boyfriend and girlfriend. That's great. <laughs> and we will make out behind our, our science class during yeah. nutrition. That's fantastic. Yeah. That's fantastic. See, for me, it was Jasmine Cho. Ooh. Third grade. Ooh. The cutest little Korean girl I had ever yeah, met in my man. life. And her dad was a Taekwondo extra- instructor. Oh, shit. Okay. He had chose Taekwondo on uh, Pico and Sautel. Okay. Back in the day. And I was just like, I had just transferred to this school 
because we had just moved again for like the fifth time in my life uh-huh. when I was 10 years old or nine. And I just immediately, I was like, oh my gosh, that girl's so pretty. And yeah. And, and I met her dad. Like I, we, it was crazy. Like I got to meet her dad and went to her house and hung out. Like it was interesting. But it was dope, and that man was always dope, just in general, mm-hmm. throughout the years. Because, yeah, I I knew her through, to when, yeah, we finished through when we finished the uh, elementary school, and it was just she was great, and her family was great, and I'll never forget like going to her place, and I I still remember where it is. I don't know if it's there anymore because you know. Everything has changed. The landscape has changed. So maybe the building up by down there. But I remember, like, where she lived in West L.A. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember her dad's Taekwondo studio. Like, yeah. I remember all of that shit vividly. Like, I remember we were in class together, Miss Hall's class in third grade. And then Miss mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Ashbrook's in fourth. And fifth oh, wow. because she did both years and we were like, ah, man. <laughs> but she ended up being a very, very nice woman. And even like when in in older years, I don't know where she's at now. She probably passed away already, but she was like an old, old woman. Mm. But yeah, damn. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, I had Ms. Lately in second grade, Miss Smith. There are two Miss Smiths. The younger one was fired. She was a science teacher. Yeah, man. I remember our, our fucking planet like project and learning about a staple gun. And I was like, yo, this shit is crazy. <laughs> and then picking up, uh, playing with like daddy long legs under the fucking bungalow, like the cement stairs, you know, there's like a little space underneath. I just, they, they used to call me crazy man, Dan. Cause I, <laughs> Cause I would play with spiders and I had like all, you know, like, <laughs> yeah, that's great. Oh, here's another thing. Check this, that this just hit my head right now. Jasmine's initials were JMC and my initials were JMC. Whoa. Have you tried to like look her up? Forbidden love. Oh gosh. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think I have. I, I, I've, I think I, I have. I, I don't have to think. I definitely have. Obviously, just like um, yeah. I think I think she's on Facebook. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I think so. But it's just crazy. It's wild, and it's great. I I just don't want to like. I don't know. I, I'd rather not because yeah. it's been so long, so there's no like yeah. there's no reason, you know? Like it's it's it it was it was childish. It was you know old. <laughs> old, old, you know. Yeah, kid. but yeah. But still. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm I like feel, I, I feel that it was I, I, I don't think I don't think those relationships or anything like that counted 
I I don't take anything serious that any relationship serious that I had until until I was until I was in high school. Like what happened there? That's 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 a pretty good um start not starting point but that's a pretty good uh base for what yeah for what love maturity yeah then you start to understand what love is and what being in the relationship means and yeah stuff like that like yeah like what what you learn about yourself too you know at that time because honestly it's crazy because that first love was the base for for my understanding of love but it's also my i mean i think it's all i've ever needed Mm. like with that with that with that um with what that was i think that was or that's been exactly what i've needed it to be i don't know if if that makes sense it does it was enough and perfect at that time and yeah it was young love you know like back then it was just so it was exciting you were just like oh my god do i get to hold her hand today (laughs) (laughs) are you gonna see each other during recess and pass notes to each other you know yeah yeah yeah, that that first high school no no i mean that first high school love not the first kid kid love the first high school no, yeah, yeah. love, whatever that relationship point was, boyfriend and girlfriend situation, that's what love is and was and should be. Because there's a bit of understanding as adults <clears throat> or pre-adults, young adults. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, a, it's, it's, yeah. It's a good love it, with no expectations or, or yeah, yeah, and it was and, just... and it's your first trial in what love is, and you know eventual breakup, so you get to understand that as well, you know, like it's just that it's it's good, it's a good love, a great love and it was it was yeah, and it was uh, yeah it was, i do I do miss that um. Like the substance there wasn't, you know, what like a relationship like will be now, but like it didn't matter because like you said, it was just enough. It was what you need. I just remember making out with my girlfriend during periods, like during, you know, when we were going to the next class, just feeling like the shit because she was fucking... You know, and then of course I'd have to I'd have to tuck my my boner up in my waistband, but yes, that was like oh, like oh yeah, it was a good love. It was like simpler times, simpler times. Like you the man, you the man, you the man. Like, yeah, yes, yeah, I have a girl. Of course, I have a That's girlfriend. Right. What the fuck? <laughs> Definitely. Yeah, she's wearing my sweater. Better back up. Yep, exactly. Yeah. I'm with you. I'm with you. It's a, it's a, it's, it's not entirely innocent love. Mm-hmm. 
because there's an understanding, especially when you're, you know, a teenager, like for sure. Like there's an understanding of what's going on here. Like we're not we're we're both having emotions and feelings. Yeah. Physical ones and emotional ones, obviously, but like, yeah. You don't you're not worrying about the consequences fully. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe you're worried about your parents, especially if you're a girl, you're worried about what that's going to do to you, which is crazy. I mean, I'm sure mothers feel that way about their sons. Um, But, yeah, there's something about the innocence, but the forbiddenness of it as well, you know, like. Yeah. Because some parents won't accept you having relationships that young. Dude, and you would have to, like, sneak call them, you know? (laughs) <laughs> yes, because yes, because at that time, well, when we were, it is expensive. So after nine p.m., you could call them for free too. So it was like, I don't know. Exactly. That's where yeah. we were. Like, like you had to watch your you planet. To- you had to watch your plan if you had a cell phone. Yeah. And you couldn't really be on the landline because you didn't know if your fucking parents were listening, like, or they could answer the phone from a different area. Like nobody, not everybody was privileged to two lines in their house, you know. <laughs> Mm-hmm. So, yep. it's just crazy. It was a different time. It was a different time. I'm sure it's probably different now. Like, I don't know what type of relationship Gavin will have, but I'm sure it's going to be a very different relationship than like an experience that I had. Because in our times, cell phone, cell phone, cell phones weren't abundant. Not everybody had a cell phone. Like. Communication it wasn't as easy as DMing someone or hitting them up on yeah. any social media. It's like, yo, you either have my pager number or you have my home number or you have my cell phone number. AM. And that's it. And you got to wait exactly between X and X time so my minutes can be free. And don't call my house if it's past five because my mom's going to be home. Like, <laughs> shit like that. Dude, I meet so many people on like AIM and shit in the chat rooms and Yeah, oh, exactly. It will get oh, later stop. and then you start getting I am AIM aim. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> and you have you try to like write these cool away messages and shit. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, Man. <laughs> Thinking of all the ASLs. ASLs that I've given him away in my life, adding <laughs> adding two years to my age. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> times are different. Oh man, now you want. <laughs> you know, in the in in the past, it was like, yo, you know, you got to make like an online persona. Like, you have to you get a username and don't try to give out your personal information to. You know, people online, don't let them know where you live and all this shit. And now we live in the social media age where it's like, this is who I am. I'm right here, guys. I live on fucking Normandy and Western. Like, between Normandy and Western, like, come find me. Like, now it's not even a big deal if everybody knows who the fuck you are. You want people to know who the fuck you are. Like, it's crazy. I'm dope. Look at my life. Topsy-turvy, like. It's crazy how things change, like, so fast. And we really think about it, and it's really fast that things change. In the last hundred years, things have been changing almost every decade. 
in big ways. Mm-hmm. Like we went from the steam, we went from the steam era to what is now the well, I don't know what is that? What is this era with oil, fossil fuels and all that shit? Cuz it was the steam first and then it came it transitioned to whatever era we're at or or happened then and then we came uh, into I think it's still fossil fuels from when fossil fuels first became a thing. Okay. I so think where so, to huh? when when we got cars oh, now it's solar. And yeah, and then so, we went to solar and then we went to the digital age, which is I think the last ten years or so, or twenty years, mm-hmm. the digital mm-hmm. age, um, and then who knows what's going to happen next? Maybe the TikTok age, since everybody's so focused on TikTok. But the crypto age. Oh, there it is. That's probably it. That's probably it. Crypto, or something like that. I don't know. But we, but the majority of of our lives were lived in the digital age. Um, yeah. so it's crazy. It, it's just time and age and all that shit is just mad bonkers oh that shit I can't yeah it's crazy dude just thinking about our our existence like I, I've been thinking a lot about like space travel and just space in general like what's out there like and I'm not just talking about aliens like aliens is a whole other subject on itself but I'm thinking like just the travel of the infinite, endless space. Mm-hmm. Like, how many things can you encounter from new worlds to new life to anything, whatever it is out there that's out there, the vast void of space. Like, there's so much more to just us than our physical beings. Like, literally. Yeah. The wor- the the universe, the galaxy, the galaxies, the everything beyond what Earth is is so much bigger than what Earth is. Like, I don't know, man. I'm I'm riffing here, but I'm I'm feeling it. <laughs> oh man, yeah. I've, I've had I've had a couple of little good drinks here, pal. I'm talking. <laughs> I'm talking. Love it. Yeah, dude, but. I really just been thinking about that. And there's some other things that I've been thinking about that are, you know, just crazy. <laughs> Nothing like crazy, crazy, but I'll tell you after. Yeah. But Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but it's wild. It's wild. But it's too wild to where I'll get canceled for sure. <laughs> but anyway. <laughs> you all right, pal? Oh yeah, I'm starting to kind of you're starting to feel it, huh? Yeah, it's been uh it's been a fucking day. It's been a day, pal. I know you're you're shit, it's like eleven thirty for you right now, right? Uh no, it's ten thirty. But it feels like fucking fourteen thirty. Fourteen thirty. Yeah. It's technically two PM, so <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um oh, one more thing. Before we hit the soapbox, um, you hear about this uh, this whole situation with um, like these the representatives that were trying to like do negotiations with Russia and Ukraine. No. So, uh, what's 
shit. I can't remember the owner of Chelsea. The the owner of Chelsea. Uh, the Russian dude who was the owner yeah. of Chelsea. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. he was part of the negotiation talks mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. Russia and Ukraine. And I guess him and a bunch of Ukrainian officials like came down with like symptoms of being poisoned after that meeting that they had with with the with the negotiation with the Russian diplomats. What? Yeah, dude. That for that they've been recovering for like a week. Uh so for, it was four of them and three of them exhibited signs of poisoning. Their faces swole up, they could they were having trouble breathing, shit like that. All four of them. And uh one of them was the owner of Chelsea. Oh shit. Yep. Yep. It's wild. It's wow. fucking wild. That's some that's like some spy movie exactly. shit. Exactly. Exactly. Like well, that's some real think, like yo. You think there are sleeper agents here? Oh, for sure. There got to be sleeper agents here. For sure. I mean, you see it on TV and all that shit, but for sure there have to be has to be right sleeper or secret agents out here in the world in nice. in in our side of the country in the U.S. There have to be a bunch of just like agents, Russian agents. What's that? That aren't activated yet. That aren't activated yet. Mm. To think that somebody who's been brainwashed and all they got to do is be like, the home has opened to use the bride. <laughs> <laughs> boom. The eagle has landed. The Put the turkey in the oven. His, the eagle has landed, but oh. the polar bear eats tonight. Worry not, my subrat. We tonight will... Bring back Mother Russia. <laughs> I love fucking. I love it. There, it's so like, it's fucking great, man. <laughs> it's crazy oh, to think that all that shit was was happening, but I really hope that this all this shit like just gets straightened out, dude. For everybody involved, like the world is beautiful. <laughs> The world is active, and I just, I don't know. I want everybody to just be cool. Why can't we just all be cool? My building is a perfect example of what unity can be like. Like, I love our neighbors. Nick and Lana are fucking dope. They're just really good people. You know, I got I got Willie over at the end of the building, super big linebacker black dude he's just dope as fuck he he has some cool uh roommates like cassie in the end she's like neighborhood watch like she's dope as shit i think she's japanese but yeah like we like my building is just like diverse as fuck and it's the best because we all kind of watch out for each other Mm. and i love that shit and that's what the world needs to be we just look out for each other like yeah that's all it is. Strangers are just 
friends you friends haven't that met. You haven't yeah, you know what I mean? <laughs> Strangers are just friends you haven't met yet. Yeah, man. Isn't that from uh, Elf? Something like that. I forget. Something, <laughs> I think I it's from somewhere. Elf. That was somewhere, but man, it's true. Because it is. Like, even at the show, this show, this time around, I met a handful of people. Well, okay. I see them around at other shows. Mm-hmm. And this show, since it's so dead, we just started talking to each other. I started hanging out with them. And I made, like, made like four new friends. That's dope. You know? That's super and dope. the last, like, couple of days, we've been just kicking it. That's super dope, dude. That's great. Yeah, man. That's how, like, me and the homie Nick, um, Nick, New- Nick, Nick Newhall, shout out. Shout out to Nick Newhall. I love that shout bastard. Um, he, I was going to try to get him on the podcast, but he always dodges me. But anyway, that's how <laughs> that's how Nick and I met. We would always see each other at all these different events and festivals. Like, we would always happen to be at the same events and festivals that we would do across the country. So this is somebody that you see in, like, a bunch of different cities, bro. Like, mm-hmm. I'm catching this dude in SF. I'm catching him in Miami. I'm seeing over, like, we're in different parts of the fucking country, and we always fucking cross each other's paths. Mm-hmm. And then one day he was just like, we were in Miami doing a show, put, put you know, putting our foundation down for everything that we were going to do. And then he just rolls up in a fucking golf cart, and he's like, ew. You guys good? And we're like, yeah, we're chilling. We're chilling. He's like, hey, you guys want you guys want a case of Red Bulls? <laughs> and we're <laughs> like, yeah, because at the time he was working for Red Bull, he uh-huh. would do all their merchandising. Now he does like, now he does like logistics and side ops for like uh-huh. Coachella. You know, he's big uh-huh. now. Like, but um, it, yeah, initially it was just a Red Bull job that he was doing. He was like, hey, you guys want a case of Red Bulls? And we're like, yeah, hell yeah. Brings it back, and we're like, "Oh shit, you were serious." <laughs> like a case, and, and then I was like, "You know, I was like, dude, what's your name? I see you all the time." And he's like, "Yeah, man, I see you too." And then that's how the friendship like started. And now that like he's one of my super dope homies. Um, oh yeah, but it's it's shit like that. You know, that's that's the unique unique thing about what we do because we travel so much. We mm-hmm. encounter a lot of people from different parts of the cu- country. And we encounter them all the time. Yeah. Because of the repetitiveness of the events we do. You know, there's X, X, and X date that we're always going to do X, X, and X show. That's what festival season is for us. Mm-hmm. You know, festival seasons, season where we know we're going to do Coachella. <clears throat> we know we're going to do Outside Lands. We know we're doing Lollapalooza in some way. We're doing Made in America. We're doing Ultra, you know. We're doing all these fucking vessels, EDC. But because of that, we know that we're going to see the same people. Mm-hmm. Same when you do your expos. You, this, you know, yeah. some of the same companies are also traveling to some of the same shows you do. And it's, yeah. it's inevitable that you're going to meet some people and become friends with them. Yeah. And at that point, it's just up to you to initiate and just be like, yo, what's up? <clears throat> yeah. And, and it's, it all it, it's a I feel like it's a healthy thing mm-hmm. because it gives you it, it makes you feel grounded it me it makes you feel like you have a home like yeah, well yeah. I'm away from home but at but least I know 
XX and X person is going to be there. And we're yeah. always together when we do these things. Yeah. Like, that is your home away from home. You know you're going to see all these people that you always go to different shows with. We always, we're, you know. So it feels like home because I'm going to see the same people. Hey, these people mm-hmm. that I really like. You know, so you kind of have to become friends with other other people that are doing the same things you do. Because otherwise you're just going to like... It's just gonna become mundane and redundant. It's working, it's just, not fun. Yeah. yeah, it's just like oh, I gotta go to Chicago and be there for four days. Same shit. Boom, yeah. boom, boom. I'm out of here. No, but now, yo, I'm gonna be in Chicago. I know, bump, 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 bump. We're gonna be there. Let's set up a dinner. Let's set up this shit now. Now it's starting to feel like yo. Yeah. Yeah. Even in Dallas, we have a, a tradition now that we started and we, we always take it at the same place, pretty much on the same night that, you know, but yeah, it's like a thing. And we have a group of people that go, we've been adding on to it now. So it's like, yeah, it's a whole, it's a whole thing, man. So I, yeah, that's, that definitely is a plus to the, the traveling that we do. And that's the beautiful you know, part about what we do yeah. that we can become great friends, close friends with strangers who are hundreds, sometimes thousands of miles away from us. Yeah. And that makes the world smaller. It makes yeah. it more accessible. Like now, I don't have to think, shit, I can't go to Chicago. Who the fuck do I know in Chicago? <laughs> you know, some shit like that. Who's going to be fucking out in Chicago? Like, yeah. And now you could potentially say, oh, that's not that bad. I know such and such who's out there sometimes. So then you can reach out to me. Yeah, it just it just makes the world that much smaller. That's the way we need to think of the world. Like it's a it's a small place. Like just because we're thousands of miles away from each other, sometimes, like really, Earth is a small planet. Mm-hmm. You can fly around it in twenty four hours. A day to fly around. Maybe well. No, it's about 24 hours to fly around. You still got to stop. Oh, maybe even less. Maybe 16 <laughs> hours. It's about 16 hours to fly around the world. That's fucking small. Yeah. We should think about the planet as a small place. Then that might bring us all closer a little together. bit closer together. Beautiful, beautiful. I guess this is a perfect segue segue into uh, <laughs> uh, the uh, soapbox portion of our podcast. The soapbox portion, for those of you just tuning in for the first time, or, you know, our repeated listeners, the soapbox, <laughs> fucking Deech over here being a Calvin Klein model. <laughs> you guys can't see it. We're on Zoom, and this guy is like, in his boxers and just posing for me. <laughs> oh God, he's exposing his ass <laughs> and he's spanking it. <laughs> so uh, the, the soapbox portion is uh, a segment we do where we let uh, if sometimes when we have a guest on which we'll have one next week, um, uh, gets to speak on whatever they want to speak on, whether it's shouting someone out, promoting something, venting about something, uh, or just. You know, whatever they want to speak on. Uh, They get an unspecified amount of time, however long they need to speak on it, uninterrupted. Uh, If we have a guest on, they usually go first. But since we don't, it's going to be Deech 
and then I'll close it out. So without further ado, Deech, hit us with your soapbox. Mm. I'm fucking exhausted. I need a vacation. Um, <clears throat> today was, as I mentioned, it was a rough day. Um, and, you know, there most most bad days, I just want to get fucked up. You know, just get fucked up, get into some shit, you know, drink my troubles away. But um, since I'm on like sort of this healthy tip now and I've been trying to get to gym regularly, I mean, this is the most uh, consistent I've been in, in terms of like my fitness in maybe like four years, five years. Um, so it's I'm really glad that I was able to kind of get back into it because it's definitely a lot healthier and a lot better <clears throat> for me to um, to work out instead of drink. And, you know, a lot of that was because, you know, I am getting on an age and if I do plan on having a family, uh, I got to maintain some sort of level of, you know, maintenance basically <clears throat> in order to be able to, spend some time with my, my people. Um, you know, obviously I don't really want to live that long. You know, my, my thing is live fast, die young, but you know, my niece is getting older and she's more active now. And, you know, it's for her. Like I want to be able to, when she's, when she's 20, um, I'm going to be 56 or something. You know what I mean? I'm going to be a old ass fucking uncle. And uh, if I'm, you know, unhealthy or fat or whatever, like I can't, I can't, I can't kick it with her like that. I want to be able to like do things with her actively, you know, like whatever. So it's like, that's the reason. She's the reason why I want to do this. I mean, obviously I want to feel good and look good, but at the end of the day, like, it's, it's, it, I don't care about myself, you know, like today I, I was, I was just so sick of everything. And I was like, man, I, I wouldn't mind if a bus just fucking hit me. <laughs> you know, like, it's just, it was a joke, but uh, it was a joke, guys. I'm not suicidal. Um, but yeah, it's like, she's my reason for living. Um, I just want to see her grow up into an amazing person that I know she will be. Um, and yeah, you know, hopefully my, my brother has some kids too, and I'll have a couple more nieces and nephews and, you know, do what I can to make sure that they grow up safe and, and are taken care of and that, you know, their uncle is someone that they can look up to and look forward to seeing and hanging out with and stuff. And um, this fitness journey, which you guys are actually on right now, because I did mention it and I started it. Um, or t you guys were the, some of the first people to hear that I'm back in the gym. I don't. I haven't told a lot of people. The people don't know. I've been kind of just staying low key. Um, but yeah, like hopefully by May, um, I'm in a place where like, you know, I'm good. Like I, I feel good about myself and. <clears throat> um. We will be in Palm Springs for a show. 
Uh, it's going to be hot as shit. And, you know, there's going to be pool parties. And uh, maybe your boy wants to take his shirt off. Maybe he wants to, to seduce some buyers into uh, his booth. 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 Uh, uh, but, yeah, no, like, it, uh, I feel I feel great right now. Like, I, I'm, like, getting fit. And it's it's definitely been uh, a positive for me so i just want to double down on what i said i think it was last week a couple weeks ago um you know like eat eat something healthy every once in a while make sure you take care of yourself so that you can take care of your people at least that's what it is for me and uh, yeah that's it um you know all that said after i ate a slice of artichoke pizza and these beautiful pepperoni scoopy little pizza thingies so balance yeah, lift some weights, eat some eat some greens, poop some regular poop. Regular. That is all. That's it. That's what you got. I appreciate you. Yeah. I know you're tired, Papa. I appreciate oh, yeah. you. That. I appreciate you. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, baby. com. you're always amazing, fantastic. You're um, amazing. Um, you know, eat healthy, guys. Uh, drink straight liquor. Don't mix it with anything. That just adds sugar. <laughs> you don't need that sugar in your life. You already get enough yeah. sugar. Um, first and foremost, I want to thank uh, all the listeners. For continuing to stick with us, we love you. Uh, mm-hmm. We love you, and uh, you're special to us for sure. Uh, DJDaddy.com, I love you uh, love forever, you. and I can't wait for you to get back. We yep. should we should go have uh, dinner. Yes, uh, when you get back, that way we can you know chop it up and just be merry. Uh, love you, love you, love you. Um, you know, <laughs> it's uh, it's crazy. I was, you know, we've been talking about you know time a lot in this episode, and I keep saying you know, but you know, <laughs> uh, no, we have been talking a lot about time, and as I mentioned earlier, my twenty-year high school reunion is. This year, 2022, I graduated from high school in 2002. A year uh, after the events of September 11th, it was a times they were a changing. 2002 was different. I had a girlfriend, super dope. I had two of my bestest homies with me all the time. We would, this is around the time when you can still go cruising down Sunset in Hollywood. That doesn't, I don't think that happens anymore. I don't know. Actually, I don't know. I haven't been down there around that time anymore. This was around, uh, yeah, I, I haven't been out there 
maybe if it still happens, that's pretty cool. But if it doesn't, it's like, damn, times are changing. Okay, I don't know if you guys know, but back in before the 20, damn, it's been that long since I went cruising down Sunset. Uh, It's been a long ass time since I did that. But I used to do that religiously every weekend. Um, and, uh, and those were some great times. Uh, I say this, like, now there were some fantastic times, like many times where there was just conversations had from car to car or just, you know, fights happening. Like it was crazy to be able to cruise down sunset on, in, on the weekend, uh, Friday or Saturday night was different. Like it was, it was it was definitely different. It was amazing. It was a great time. But I say that to say that we don't really have that anymore. Like, I mean, sporting events have them when you go to a tailgate and things like that. But, like, just to have a portion of the community just be what it is and not having to really pay money but the gas you're putting in the car, you know? Just being able to go down to a, a, a section of the community of the city and just be able to just take it over. And, I mean, you know, police would pull cars over every once in a while, ticket people here and there. But it was it there was still an understanding that we were cruising down Sunset Strip. There was still that understanding that it's cool. It's chill. Like you can stop your car and go five miles an hour over a five mile strip, and it takes forever to for you to get you know. Nah, it wasn't five miles. It was like a three mile strip. But you you went through that, and it was like it was like being on a ride at a at a theme park. Like it was literally bumper to bumper. You weren't moving. You're moving at like literally five miles an hour, no less than that, three, because it would take about an hour for you to get from point A from point B. And then the craziest part was you just turned right back around and got back and went the other way, back the other way. Ah, those were the times. If anybody remembers those times, hit us up. Uh, it was just magical. I, it's, it was nothing short of magical, and I wish that we had, uh, that we had a place like that. I wish that we had a place like that now. Us, specifically in LA, and for our crowd, for our age group, because I remember those times fondly. <laughs> oh, I'm good. <laughs> i remember those times fondly like yeah it you know you never sometimes you don't really reflect on where your life has has come from you know like sometimes you you sit and think about like where you're at like oh damn everything i've done up to this point you know but you don't really dwell on the past past like that you know, we 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 reflect on the, well, we acknowledge the present and are 
grateful for our past that we endured what we endured. But we don't usually stay in the past and think about like all those dope ass moments. They're kind of like a fleeting memory. It's nice to like really think about that shit. I can't wait for the moment where I can get a chip in my head and I can access all my old memories <laughs> and relive those old memories. Like those that would be great. Like when Gavin was born. When Saya was born. Beautiful moments like that, you know? Yeah. Like that'd be great. I can't wait. I'll be first in line to get that chip when if I when I know it's like absolutely one hundred percent safe. It's probably gonna go through a bunch of trials and shit and I won't get the first generation. Might get the second, leaning towards the third generation when I know it's good. Then I'll get that chip. Random access memories, baby. <laughs> All the way open. Let's go sky to the moon. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) This has been episode 164 (laughs) of the None of Our Business podcast. I am your host, Joe. Just Joe. 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 And we got Deech Daddy on the other side of the Zoom. DeechDaddy.com. Dersaji. The one. The only. Oh, yeah. Oh, and uh, get get back on two mix. Uh, there's some fire ass, uh, uh, you know, Korean manga. Little, oh, <laughs> get in there. There's this great one called This Is My Room. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah.